0: Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty, and this is the New Year's Eve special. Oh my god, if there were any special New Year's Eve sound effects, they would play right now. I guess, like, there could be some of like people cheering and fireworks and everything, but you might hear that in the background, anyways, because my parents are playing disco polo from the living room and there are fireworks outside of my windows. So, and I don't even know where they're actually coming from because, like, all of my neighbors are really really old people and I don't see them for months on end. I rarely ever see my neighbors to be honest which is kind of concerning. I just assume a lot of them are dead. I remember once we thought our um okay to, to, uh, fine I'll explain the story. Basically there was this old couple who would always walk around our neighborhood and go on walks and everything. My mom like loves having like a really beautiful garden in the back And so she always would, uh, plant sunflowers and, and they would be huge like really, really tall ones. Um, and she like loves sunflower seeds too, which is a whole other story. Like, mm, I think she ate a lot when she was in the womb with me. And so I'm the same way. Like if you give me a fresh sunflower head, I'm just able to eat them like straight up like that. There will be bugs in them. It is kind of gross but you deal with it. it. And it's the absolute best. But anyway, um, this old couple would always walk past and to be honest, I don't even know their names. And I don't think my mom does either. But the old man, he would always like tell my mom like, oh, I love sunflowers. I love the fact that you plant them. It means so much to me. I love walking past them every single summer. It's like the best part of my day and the be- best part of my year. Like he was obsessed with these sunflowers. And so my mom would give him some and whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then eventually we stopped seeing the couple like walking around and so we inevitably assumed that his wife had passed um because we knew that she was sick and whatever um and so one day my mom and I walked over to their house and we were expecting for him to open the door and we like i think we brought like food over and some like things that they may need um and we were prepared for him to open the door but it was the woman, and my mom was like, oh, oh my, and I don't know exactly how she said it, but she was just essentially like, oh my god, we didn't think that you were alive. <laughs> and she was like, no, my husband died. Anyway, it's, it's very sad, but I think that she died as well, and it's really okay. Like, they were very, very old, and I'm sure if there is an afterlife, they're parting it up together and eating sunflower seeds. Oh my god, this was so morbid to start a podcast off with, but... The point is, um, I don't know what the point is, actually. My neighbors. Oh, yeah, my neighbors. But, essentially, Sunflowers, uh, we, we talked to her for, like, a while, and we're, like, we, we, like, got to know her a bit better, because does anyone actually know their neighbors? Like, my boyfriend knows his, his neighbors very well. They're, like, oh, those, that's the Johnsons across the street. I'm, like, I literally have zero idea what their first name is. We just, like, that is just our neighbor. But, anyway, I wanted to make today's episode all about the new year. I'm actually recording this on New Year's Eve. Um, And I wanted to teach you how to grab 2022 by the balls because I know that I sure need to be doing that. Um, I don't really like love New Year's. Like my favorite time of year is probably like from September until Christmas, really. And then anything after that, I'm like, ugh how annoying (laughs) and so I don't even like my birthday my birthday is September 10th so I would say like from September 12th because I can't say September 11th so like September 12th and onward I love that time of year it's just the best seasons the best like holidays the best everything um But New Year's, I've never really been a fan. And this is actually like the first year that I actually kind of low-key a little bit give a shit about New Year's, which is funny once you find out what my New Year's plans are. But I don't really ever care for New Year's. People go all out, get dressed up, go whatever. I've never been to Times Square, even though I live relatively close to it. And I always could have gone. Um, But I just i've never really enjoyed it very much and it would always make me very sad because i would get very sad about time passing and time changing and that's something that i have really bad like i have really bad nostalgia like oh it's a bitch there's this one um <laughs> there's this one lyric And this one Garden song, I don't remember what song it is, but there's this one lyric where he goes, I see you sucking on Nostalgia's cock and every single time I hear it, I'm like, that's me, that line is written about me because I am and I'm a sucker for looking back at time and so honestly, I've just been avoiding social media all day because everyone is just posting their recaps of the year and I personally don't really want to because I think a lot of the months were really dark for me, <laughs> so I don't really see, like, I just don't really want to go back into my camera roll, if I'm being completely honest, even though, like, the last month or so has been kind of relatively good for me, but anyway, besides the point, I'm not a big New Year's gal, however, this year, I'm kind of viewing it a little bit different for myself, okay, but first, I want to get into what my memorable New Year's, New Year's Eve from the past is, um, when I'm, like, I wrote my notes for this podcast and I like wrote N-Y-E. I never read it as New Year's Eve. My brain just automatically reads it as New York Eve. Um, I don't know why, but anyway. Um, Memorable New Year's Eve that I've had in the past. I remember when we were transitioning from 2009 to 2010, my whole family was in the living room and, you know, we had like the little kazoos I don't know what they they're called the things that you blow into anyway everyone's really hype everyone's excited all the adults are there like all the kids and so I am at this point I'm nine or ten it doesn't matter I'm 10 years old when it's 2009 transitioning into 2010 and I remember when the clock struck 12 I sobbed so aggressively behind the couch as a 10 year old like I don't even know what a 10 year old really looks like to be honest but I just remember crying so goddamn hard because I couldn't accept the fact that the number was changing from 2009 to 2010. It broke me. It absolutely destroyed me. And the fact that it was like a very big thing on the news, every single station that you saw, they were like, what are we going to call it? Are we going to call it 2010 or 2010? And they had this like whole debate going on and I was like it was the worst day of my life that transition I'm like screaming and I remember my grandfather being so excited and like cheering in my face and me just like sobbing back which probably was way as a 10 year old I probably shouldn't have been doing all that but at the same time I probably would have reacted the exact same way now yeah. So that's my first memorable New Year's. Like I'm literally just writing the ones that I remember. Um, I remember I also went to my first or second, like one of my first high school parties um, when I was a freshman and it was New Year's Eve and I would go to this one girl's house and we were on the field hockey team together and she would throw parties at her house like her mom would let her like her mom was one of the cool moms who like let her kids drink alcohol and like let a lot of people in the house and stuff and I was like cool I'm gonna lie to my mom and say it's a field hockey sleepover and then she can pick me up from the house the next day and we can go to church and I remember going over there and I, like, knew people because they were from high school, but it was all, like, seniors and the popular people, and I'm just, like, a freshman, and I'm, like, totally not doing. I was, I, I was not a bad kid. <laughs> I was not, like, out here, like, drinking like crazy or, like, partying all the time or anything. I really only went to a few parties, and then I didn't even party for the rest of high school, and then also in college. Um, things have changed. I like had my taste of it and I was like, I actually don't like this at all. And then I just cut it out. And so then when I got to college, I didn't feel the need to get it out of my system because I learned very young that I just didn't enjoy it. But anyway, I just remember that one of my friends was like talking to a guy and like the guy led her into a room and she was like older than me and I was like panicking. I was like what is he doing to her? Oh my god I need to save my friend! Even though she wanted to be in the room alone so I'm like panicking running around this house alone and everyone's like chill out you weirdo. And I remember me trying to smoke hookah. If you don't know what hookah is, hookah is very big from where I'm from and like what was I doing honestly what was I doing literally that that hookah itself probably is the reason that COVID started to be honest and I just remember I was a freshman in high school and this freshman in college was sitting on the couch talking to me for what felt like hours and I remember he was on the track team and like he was having this whole conversation like trying to get to know me and I was like not interested but I think I was like just too drunk to care and also just sitting there and I was like relaxed or whatever which I would normally never talk to a guy like that is that's how you know that I was intoxicated was the fact that I was talking to a guy and the guy was older than me that's how you knew um (laughs) and then like looking back like years down the line I'm like that was really weird that was really really weird that this like freshman in college had so much interest in me as like what was I 14 that's weird that's very freaking weird um and then that was like one of the last parties I also (laughs) went to when I was in high school because I was like this is not you you don't like doing this this is just weird there's nothing wrong with partying especially when you're of legal age and everything but it just didn't it didn't do anything for me but that was one of the most memorable ones because I remember everyone was cheering you know when it was like midnight and people are kissing and having fun and I even though I was at like a party with all these people and there were people there that I knew and like my friends were there um I was like completely alone in that more that, in that moment like when it was from eleven fifty nine to 12 I was completely alone like there was no one there around me that I knew no one there to like hug no one there to like nothing and I was like damn this is not for me. (laughs) And then I just stopped doing that. Um, Another one that was very memorable was obviously the Strix concert that happened two years ago. I'll shut up about it at some point, but essentially... My favorite band of all time, The Strokes, had a concert at the Barclays Center, which was like their first like really big concert in a very long time, which they announced their new album in and played some new songs. And it was just like my first Strokes concert ever. And it was like the most magical moment of my life ever. And that goes into what my plans were supposed to be today. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but Basically, a few months ago, The Strokes announced that they're also doing a concert at the Barclays Center again, and, like, I was able to manage to get pit tickets with, like, my friends and my boyfriend, and I'm really happy that they canceled it. Well, they postponed it because of COVID. I mean, no one anticipated that. Well, I mean, I think it was pretty much... anticipable. isn't a word, but it was anticipate yeah. I guess it was able to be anticipated that it would probably get really bad around the holiday season. But at the time, I was pretty hopeful and being like, oh no, things will be so much better. More people will get vaccinated by the end of the year. Like, things won't get bad again. And here we are, guys. <laughs> so I was really happy when it got postponed because I literally don't know what I would have done if it weren't like try and sell my tickets. But then that's like a death wish upon someone else. Um, And yeah, so I'm really happy that that well, I I mean, I'm really sad that that wasn't able to happen. But that was supposed to be my plans for tonight. And then we were like, you know what, let's just hang out as a group like me and the friends who are supposed to go to the concert, like, let's all just hang out in Philly. Let's have a good time. Let's get yummy food. Like, let's just have fun. Let's play video games, whatever. And I thought that was also going to happen, but everyone and their mom has been exposed to COVID within the last few weeks, including myself. Speaking of which, I was exposed to COVID, and I got a test immediately, and I quarantined, and I am negative. So I dodged that bullet, thankfully. Thank God for the vaccine. But yeah, shit just sucks. And so all of my friends have either been exposed or waiting for test results um, or are sick. And so I'm spending it at home again this year and I'm like honestly okay with it. Like I'm already sleepy. It's nowhere near midnight and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to stay up. I think I'm just going to take my ass to sleep uh, at my normal bedtime, which lately has been like 10 o'clock and that's been amazing for me and yeah anyway that those are my plans this year so don't feel weird if your plans are similar I know a lot of you guys are sick because I'll get dms from you guys and you're like I'm catching up on your videos because I'm sick and it breaks my heart and like ugh just makes me so sad with how many people are ill and I'm just trying to stay as healthy as possible but it's just like fucking impossible like it's just like it's tough because no matter what you're like bound to get exposed to someone somewhere and like I literally went to the grocery store today and no one was wearing their mask it was like me and one other guy in an aisle with like KN95 masks and we were like the only ones in the store with our masks on and we're like making awkward eye contact like across the aisle and we're like I see you we are one I'm with you buddy okay (laughs) but I kind of wanted to talk about what I kind of do every year but on New Year's Eve, which is I write goals for myself, but not really resolutions, which I thought, like, resolutions in my mind, correct me if I'm wrong, but resolutions, yeah, as if you could just, like, audibly correct me. I mean, you can't, you can say it out loud and correct me right now. But from my understanding, resolutions is something that you change the very, like, if you have a new year's resolution then you start doing that thing january 1st so like your new year's resolution could be i'm going to start going to the gym every day starting january 1st and that's like something that you didn't do in the past and now you're going to do it well i don't really like the concept of that because i struggle with feeling really shitty if i break a habit and like it's really hard for me to pick it back up so instead i just have like goals for myself and i like to write them all down i usually put them in canva I don't know why I don't hand write them for whatever reason, but I like to put them in Canva and then I just like to look back at them at the end of the year and see like what I've accomplished and every fucking year I put down, wake up at 6am and it never happens. So I don't know why I keep putting that down. Clearly my circadian rhythm doesn't want it to happen. So I'm not going to put that on my goals this year. You know what I'm going to put instead? Maybe like 645 or 7, something a little bit more manageable because every single year I disappoint myself when I look at that 6am shit I've been doing it since I was like 13 years old I don't know why I do that but anyway some goals that I've like written for myself in the past like I would have like YouTube subscriber goals like for example one of the biggest ones was I wanted 10,000 subscribers in a year and I only had like 200 subscribers at the time and then at the end of the year I had 100,000 subscribers that was like the best one of all time and I was like this is proof this is proof that law of attraction works this is wild this is crazy but clearly not strong enough because the 6am thing really is not happening okay it's not meant to happen it's literally not meant to happen but Um, I would just write down like other different goals that I would have for myself, like pretty obvious ones, like whether I'm on track to finish for school, then obviously like finish school, graduate, whatever. And I did not look back at my goals from this year. I plan on doing that tomorrow on January 1st. That's just something that I've always done. So we'll see what I have accomplished and stuff. Um, But for some reason this year, I'm like especially in the New Year's spirit. I guess not in the sense of like going out and resolutions or whatever but I really really am a fan of the idea of like a fresh start (laughs) tomorrow. I know that's not what this is technically but I'm so looking forward to just a fucking brand new fresh year because I think we can all agree that the last two years have been literal shit. I mean, Betty White literally died today. I'm pretty sure we can all agree that this has not been an amazing year for, like, anyone unless you, like, got married this year or got engaged. I'm talking to you, Kelsey Kreppel. So, you know what I mean? Like, there, it's been a rough ass time. So, I am really looking forward to the new year. I'm personally in a better mindset state of mind I don't think I was looking forward to the new year at all I remember sitting at my desk like in the same position that it was and I remember being like every single day I'm gonna write a journal entry and I remember like the people that I talked to and I remember that night so vividly and I do entirely feel like a completely different person a year later but like in a positive way you know what I mean I wasn't excited about 2021 in the slightest this time last year like I was not looking forward to it um I just remember being like ooh I'm relieved that I graduated and I, ooh I'm relieved that like my mom is healthy again and like ooh I'm relieved for you know hopefully covid will end I'm relieved for all these things but I didn't really have any strong goals for myself I just really needed a fucking break and I needed to rest whereas this year I'm coming in with a completely different mindset I'm just ready for change and like actively ready for change and I'll get into it in a second, but I am just excited for kind of a fresh start with things and like being a lot kinder to myself this year. Let me get into my, but before I like, you know, get get too much into it. But, um, if you guys didn't watch my recent videos and you might not have known, but I am moving this coming year like in a month (laughs) and I think that's like the main reason why I'm so excited. I've been talking about moving out of my parents house for so long now and I almost did August of 2020 you know when I was supposed to go back to college but then my mom started chemo and then I was telling myself that, okay, January 2021, I'm going to move out, and then that turned into March, and then I was like, okay, May, and then I was like, okay, uh, like, before the end of summer, because that's when college students come back, and I was like, uh, I don't know anymore, and then I just, like, stopped trying, and I was, like, I was so sold on, like, where I was going to go and what I was going to do, and, like, things just did not feel right every single month it didn't feel right, the location didn't feel right, I'll get into this all in the future in a future YouTube video and potentially I'll do like a whole podcast episode about it, but I finally found my absolute dream place, like I'm talking about this is a place that I would envision like as a child that like this was my home, um, a place that I can't even like process that it is mine now. Um, in a a dream area, (laughs) in an area that some of you guys are going to be very angry at me about, and some of you are going to be very happy at me about, and some of you guys are going to be like, Nicole, I thought we talked about this, but I think for the most part, I think a lot of you will see that this is the best decision for me, and also once you guys see the place, you're going to be like, oh shit, bitch, like I completely get it. (laughs) I'm so excited to decorate I just can't tell you like I'm literally smiling so hard that my cheeks fucking hurt I think that's why I'm so calm because this has been such a huge stressor of mine for such a long time now and the fact that it's like all coming to life is insane and it just feels like the ultimate new beginning like I get to spend the first month of the year truly planning on my departure (laughs) I get to, you know, pack my shit up, buy what I need for this place, get myself ready, get myself truly organized and ready to go. And then I get to like start it. Like like my new I don't want to say my new life, but it kind of does feel like it cause so much is going to change for me once I move out. Like I've been with my family for the last 2 years now. It'll be 2 years in March, and while I love them to pieces, I'm so ready to be on my own you have no idea and this has just been something that I've been dreaming about so I just can't wait to like take you guys along me with that and there has not been a very major life change for me other than like mental health stuff and like uh, like school stuff there hasn't been like any major change in my life recently in a long time actually so I'm really excited to like go through this change with you guys because that used to happen on my channel all the time I was going through like crazy life changes constantly and so this one is like the first really really awesome positive one and I just can't fucking wait so that's why I'm just excited for new beginnings for myself like really really like becoming an adult in a sense but not I have no plans on losing like the child at heart that I still am I just am so hype to have my own space and ah, uh, uh, I just remember when I told um I, I think I tweeted it um I tweeted something along the lines of I can't wait to like have my own place and stuff and someone uh that I knew like brought me down and was like ah, oh, just till you wait it, it actually costs real life money and like you won't get that and it just hurt so bad and it, like, stabbed me in the chest, and that was said to me so many years ago, and I still remember it to this day, and I don't know. I thought about that, like, while I was signing all the paperwork for this place, I was like, fuck you. I was like, here's my place. Here's my place that I worked my ass off for. Here's my place that I get to have as mine, and that you will never be invited to, and I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is is that, like, If you want something, don't do it obviously for the people who like treat you like shit and say negative shit like that to you. Absolutely not. But do things with such hustle for yourself and nobody else. And I hope that one day you get to feel the feeling that I feel that you're in such disbelief and you can't process it. Like this happened like uh, quite a few days ago and things have been official and I still cannot like come to terms with it. But Anyway, I want to tell you about what the last few years have been for me about. Um, 2020, I like to consider, was a huge year for me for like grinding and hustling, which is so funny because everyone at the start of the pandemic was like, in these few months that we have off from work, that you're getting a stimulus check, take this time and like reinvest it and start a business. Reinvest it and like really hustle and take this time off to really drive yourself into the fucking wall and that is the worst advice that was given to all these people and so many people had taken that advice my my, myself included because I saw the opportunity that was presented to me of people staying at home and watching a shit ton of content like oh my god yes I absolutely did benefit from quarantine with my channel growing um but uh my mental health suffered greatly because I did not understand the concept of a break And, you know, I was hustling with, you guys have heard it all a million times before, hustling with school, trying to graduate a semester early, working my ass off, taking summer classes. My mom was sick with cancer, taking care of her, trying to do all these things at once and burning myself out. And I was like, grind, 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 grind. And then I convinced myself to let myself have like a week off at the end of the year for Christmas. And it, literally like imagine me up in flames in the middle of my bedroom but nothing else is in flames it's literally just me and like I'm just like it's okay like don't worry I'm fine I'm just on fire don't worry I'll I'll be okay I can put the fire out myself that that was me um and I don't recommend that for anyone so 2021 was a big ass year of healing and self-discovery for hustling and grinding so hard that I, like, lost that sense of myself and, like, who I was and what I liked and didn't realize I had all these deep-rooted issues that I needed to work on. Um, And so that's what 2021 was all about, especially, like, the last half of the year. The first half was, like, me being, like, I don't understand what's wrong, and the last half of the year was, like, me coddling myself, like imagine baby nicole in a little like blanket wrapped up and then imagine a big size nicole just rocking back and forth baby nicole in a rocking chair and just being like it's okay baby nicole like we will figure it out i don't know what's wrong with you but we'll get through this together and this is probably your fault but we'll we'll work on it and baby nicole ended up being fine everything's okay things are much much better which is why i'm so excited for 2022 which is at least what i hope to envision it to be a year of is a whole bunch of growth and self-love <laughs> um i think i'm done with the whole idea of grinding and hustling like that doesn't mean i'm going to suddenly like stop and quit you know all my my career and everything absolutely not but I think this year is going to be this coming year is going to be a lot for self what is the self no not self-fulfillment self self not fulfillment self um so like uh hmm is it self-fulfillment now I'm going to fill up my own cup this year. That's what I'm going to do. 2022 is about filling up my own cup and drinking that shit and filling it up again and drinking that shit and just getting to enjoy it. I literally think that me getting this place is going to change me in such a good way. I truly mean that in so many ways. I think me moving out is going to help me immensely and everyone in my life agrees with that. (laughs) I stayed up until the point that I felt like I needed to stay and now I am ready and I'm leaving with peace and happiness and I'm in a good place in my life. I'm in a great place with my family and a bitch is ready to go and so I'm so excited to finally give myself the love that I think I have been deserving for a while and I encourage all of you listening all every single little nasty to be doing the goddamn same in the coming year don't listen to anyone if we go on lockdown again like an intense quarantine don't let anyone be like use this time to hustle and grind no shut the fuck up if you need to work I understand I get it 100 percent but you need to be giving yourself the time. This is not the time to be starting a business unless you want to. This is not the time to be feeling guilt about all these things and the things, all the things that you need to do and all the things that you could be doing this time off. We are literally all up in flames. We are all sitting in our bedrooms in fire being like, it's fine, it's okay, I'll put out my own fire. Imagine you in 2022 swaddling your baby self And you rocking back and forth in a rocking chair and being like, it's okay, baby me. We're going to figure it out. I love you, baby me. And then like sticking a pacifier in yourself. Like this year should be a bit selfish in the sense that you are finally taking care of yourself if you haven't ever before in your life. Because I know damn well that you probably haven't. We've shifted how we work and learn, but sometimes it feels like the world is changing faster than we can keep up with it. I know for me, when classes went online, that was a very hard transition for me. The people around us make a huge impact on our lives, and life's pressures can cause those relationships to change for the better or for the worse. I know for me, my relationships and friendships have greatly changed recently. As the year ends, another holiday season is upon us. For many of us, that means travel and family, and that can cause a whole lot of stress, But that's why I love Talkspace because it can be so easy to match with a licensed therapist or schedule a session. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform and there's thousands of licensed therapists available for you to match with across dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience with live video sessions and unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist. If you need a little support to get you through the end of the year or you want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code Nicole. That's $100 off when you use code Nicole at Talkspace.com. Which brings me into my next thing that I want to talk about, which are some personal goals that I have for myself this year. I talked about how I don't really have resolutions, but I do have some goals, but I didn't write them all out of what I want to achieve and what I have achieved in this year, but I do already have some ideas of what I want to do a lot of in 2022. Wanna, oh, 2020, <laughs> you, <laughs> okay, um, 2022 is the year for me about cooking whole meals for myself and less processed meals. I cannot when you guys see this kitchen, when you guys see this kitchen, I cannot wait to be cooking myself a beautiful dinner with whole foods, vegetables, grains, fresh ass fruit. I cannot wait. My body and I are sick of the processed shit that I'm putting into it. A lot of the times, which is for convenience and another reason, if you also live with your family, you might also understand this, it's about that it's not your own space and so sometimes when you live in a space that is not really yours it makes eating a lot harder it sounds dumb because i've been here for the last 2 years but there is something about not owning your own kitchen that can sometimes make making food seem like a, a hurdle that you need to cross for example people in my family like to hang out in the kitchen like ju- that's just the place to hang out <laughs> and it's really frustrating for me sometimes to be cooking while there's other people in there and eat just that it makes me want to buy more processed foods or like frozen meals and just cook them for myself quickly so I don't have to stand in the kitchen and then hear criticism about what I'm cooking or you know making a mess x y and z so for me I'm really excited to be making more meals that I enjoy because I have had access to kitchens in the past, um, but I always had some sort of complaint. I have had roommate issues in the past, but the one time that I did live alone, which I absolutely loved when I was an RA, my kitchen was really, really tiny. I made it work. I like cook on my desk. I made it possible, but it was really, really tough. So I'm just so excited to be actually cooking food that is good for me and nourishing my fucking body and that is a goal for myself this coming year because food really is healing and the difference that I feel when I have like A week of really, really fresh fruit and vegetables and homemade cooked meals versus the weeks that I'm like really stressed with time and also not wanting to make a mess in the kitchen and a lot of family being over and like me cooking a lot of fast processed meals. The difference in how my body feels is crazy. And I do not want my immune system to drop at all this coming year. So I am very excited to be cooking. Also, I want to read one book a week which seems wild but this is also coming from the bitch who read like three books in a week this summer. I really would like to read one book a week. I think if I do more in a week I'm like overdoing it just a tiny bit. Like I mean if I have the free time then yeah sure. But I think one book a week is like the perfect amount for myself. Reading before bed is like the perfect thing to put me to sleep, unless if it's a really exciting book, because then I will stay up until 4 a.m. reading it. I'm just really excited to read more books and like branch out of romance and read some other stuff. So I'm always taking book recommendations like at all times. I haven't picked up a book in a hot minute, I've been in a slump. So I'm very excited on oh, my little Kindle. Oh, I love having a Kindle so much. I think they're on sale right now. So if anyone would like to go get a Kindle, just just know that that I think they're on a really, really good sale, like $30 off or so the last time that I checked. Um, but I think a book a week would be good. And I think like maybe even making a list of the books that I would like to read I think they're, it's literally called a TBR list. Oh my god, I have a full-ass TBR list, but I think it's a lot more than... How many weeks are in a year? 53, 54, 53, 52? I think mine might be a little bit longer than that. We'll, we'll make something work. My next goal is to be on a makeup and skincare no-buy. I love the term no-buy. I can't stop saying it. But essentially, if you didn't know, uh, a no-buy is when you... <clears throat> don't buy anything so I need to buy shit obviously within this next coming month since I am moving a lot of stuff I'm just taking from my house and like my room and the things that I have but there are some things that I do need to buy for myself like I need a fucking kitchen table oh my god I need a couch (laughs) and so there are things that I do need to buy for myself but makeup and skincare is not one of those things I have a really bad habit that i would hoard makeup well this was like an older habit like back in 2016 like when i was in high school and the whole like era of big ass brows anastasia dip brow anastasia um modern renaissance palette Uh, really really heavy foundation and really bright highlighter was around and really deep contour like when that was a whole thing I was in that era and I was over buying makeup with my measly little chipotle paycheck that I was getting with my like 10 hours that I would work here and there and then obviously in the summer it was more so then I was spending more because I worked right next to a fucking Sephora. It was so bad and I was like saving no money because I would just go and blow it all at Sephora and it was so bad um, that I was like watching all these YouTubers and I'm like oh my god they have so much makeup like I'm supposed to have all this makeup not realizing that all of those makeup artists on YouTube and beauty gurus, they were all sent it in PR and they were also making a shit ton of money and they weren't making $8 an hour. So uh, I had so much makeup and obviously it all expired because that's what makeup does and I got rid of a whole bunch of expired makeup recently, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, I cannot be doing this. I need to be real with myself. First of all, this is expired. I can't keep holding on to it. Second of all, I cannot do this ever again to myself, ever again. Skincare, that's another thing. If I see something that I like at the store, if I have a cleanser, I'm like, oh, but this cleanser is nice too, and then, like, the urge to buy is so severe that, like, I'm, like, Automatically grabbing it with my hand and walking to the cash register. I'm like, wait, no, I don't want to do this, but then I just end up doing it. And so I told myself, I can't, I need to stop doing it. And so I gave myself until the end of the year to buy what I felt like I needed to buy. I didn't buy an excess or anything. And my goal is to buy no makeup or skincare this year unless I run out of something. So, for example, I have like a couple concealers. I think I have like two or three concealers that are like all different shades and colors. Once I'm done with all of them or, you know, I don't think they're going to expire. Once I'm done with all my concealers, then I can buy one concealer. Once I'm done with my brow pen, then I can go out and buy another brow pen. I don't need fucking five brow pens. And so same applies to skincare. The thing is, is that being on YouTube, I do get sent PR, but I also like give and donate a lot of the stuff that I do receive if I know I'm not going to use it then I will give it to my friends or family or I will donate it whatever um it's rare that I keep every single thing from a PR box because a lot of times it could just be so excessive and then, then PR boxes I'd love to talk about this sometimes if you ever have like questions about PR and stuff like that. I know that Smoky Glow, which I've been obsessed with her Glomus this entire month. Please let me know if you've been watching Smoky Glow this entire month because I have. But she's talked about like the experience of being an influencer and receiving these in- crazy PR packages that are so like unnecessary and like grand and whatever. Um, but they're very, very wasteful and there's so much trash and pollution and excess packaging that is just so unnecessary and so a lot of times I'll just be denying them um or saying that I don't want to be on the PR list and there were some that I like canceled because I was just like I don't want to keep receiving this in such an excess when I'm not using it and it's also like your packaging is very very wasteful so um Th- this entire like month I have just kind of been like narrowing down my makeup collection because I'm like getting back into doing my makeup after many months of just being very depressed and not wanting to do it and that's been very fun for me like makeup in general has been very fun for me like especially watching Smokey Glow but that is my whole goal with oh, oh I was talking about skincare and how like I receive excess skincare sometimes and yeah a lot of times like the skincare uh that will be sent to me will sometimes not be for like my type of skin you know what i mean like it'll be like uh mattifying toner blah 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 and i'm like oh my god for my dry ass skin oh no and so i'll give it to a friend or family member you know but it's gonna be hard for me because i love buying shit especially on impulse i have a lot of money guilt so i don't know how that like coincides where I will feel extremely guilty about buying like a necessity one day and then the next day I will have this intense urge that I need to get up and get in my car and go buy something in that very moment. I don't know how that works. I'll look into it or if you guys know, please let me know. But another goal that I have for myself is to get into a lot more of self-expression this year. By that I mean is I kind of have been playing with the way that I've look or like present myself in the past few years like I feel like I've changed up my look quite a lot whether that's my hair or my makeup or the way that I dress it's it's definitely changed over the years um but I can sense another transition coming (laughs) I don't even know what that means but I think I'll feel a lot more comfortable with like my self self self-expression once I'm back to living in a city, because living in a city and not living in your hometown definitely makes you dress differently. That's a 100% a given. When I was in college, I instantly started dressing way different than I did in high school. Um, and also just like being around more people who are more artsy fartsy, it, it inspires you to also do the same. So whether that's me changing up my hair or like experimenting with it or like my clothing or like tattoos or whatever... I'm just very excited for this year to be a lot of, I guess that's not really a goal, but I think I'm going to make it a personal goal for myself to allow myself to dabble in self-expression more so I can figure out what I like and what I don't like a little bit better because how are you supposed to know if you don't give it a go, you know? (laughs) Wow, that was pretty good. Okay, my last goal, which isn't really a goal I added this because I think it's just like I want to put it out into the universe and like... You know, put it out. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was 100% a firework. Um, I would like to get another cat. I would like to get clemmy a little friend I think it's time for Clementine to have a friend I've been doing some research I've never had two cats at once I've only ever had one cat so I've been doing some research on like you know the process should I be getting a male cat should I be getting a female cat like how young should the cat be how old should the cat be does it make a difference like the process of introducing them to one another blah 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 and I'm just so excited because I'll have the room to be able to have two cats. And I'm really curious to see how Clementine reacts. Like, she's not an aggressive cat whatsoever. She's definitely more of a genuinely playful cat, which does make me a little bit nervous if that means that she's going to be aggressive. But I'm just excited. So that is a, that is a goal for 2022. maybe get another cat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see where we are a year from now. But I've been seeing so many posts recently online about people being like, 2022 is all about rebranding ourselves. 2022, I'm rebranding my whole entire identity. We're going through a rebrand. And at first I got really sucked in. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh yeah, I want to rebrand myself. Like, how do I do this? And I was going to like watch YouTube videos on like self rebrands and like getting sucked into Pinterest and TikTok and everything. And then I saw another person talking about the whole concept of rebrands and how we are not a business or a corporation, we're not a company, we don't have to rebrand and feel like we have to change in this like drastic way just because the date changes, like we don't have to be going through this massive change to the point that it feels unnatural and like presenting ourselves in this way that we feel like we must change in order to feel happiness or worthiness or success. And I really agree with that, to be honest, because I myself got sucked into the whole like rebrand thing because all I would see was like, ooh, pretty fishing boards and like 2022 goals until I kept watching those videos. And it like made me anxious because I was like, oh shit, I'm not doing enough. I was like, oh shit, I'm not like preparing for 2022 enough. Like I'm not prepared enough. Like I wrote out a whole to-do list of things that I needed to do to prepare myself. Like literally it says, I have to write down my 2022 goals, I have to do my new year's resolutions, potentially any resolutions that I may have, I have to do my 2022 vision board, I have to do my my journal reflections, all this shit, and I was getting anxious, I was like, time is running out, I have things to do, how am I going to be doing my vision board, and I was like, oh, and all these people would have all these aesthetic videos of them doing their rebrands for themselves, and like what they're planning on doing, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm behind, I'm behind on the rebrand, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, once I saw that woman who was talking about how we are not a corporation, we do not have to be rebranding ourselves, like, that is, in a sense, silly. And it is okay to just go on into the next year and simply just, whether that's thriving or surviving, it's okay. First of all, we're in a tough-ass time the last thing that is truly that important to us is our rebrand like I saw someone do a whole rebrand like they were like essentials that you need from Amazon for your 2022 rebrand and it's like an ice roller and like ugh, I forget what else was on there but I was just like what the fuck like you don't need to buy a single fucking thing in order to to be like I I don't know better in the new year I, I I don't know how to explain it but like The fact that, like, now buying has to be a part of it, like, it's just consumerism at its finest of, like, oh, once you buy this, you will be happier. Once you buy this, you will be better. Once you buy this, your 2022 will be better automatically. And it's, like, it's an ice roller, bitch. Like, it's, no. And if you want to buy an ice roller, fucking buy it. I love my ice roller. It calms me down. But you don't have to be in this whole idea and like get sucked into this whole thing of changing yourself so drastically as a business would like changing your fucking logo (laughs) and changing the way that you dress and like getting rid of your whole wardrobe speaking of which I got rid of a lot of my wardrobe today because I was like will this fit into my apartment yes or no um but also like you do not have to be changing yourself to the point that it feels unnatural and forced and causing you great stress it's literally just a year change. That's literally all it is. And a lot of us are struggling to even survive right now. The world is in crisis mode. And if you are feeling anxious that you didn't rebrand good enough, just so you know, I'm in the same boat as you. It sucks to feel like FOMO. It sucks to feel comparison, especially when it comes from social media. But just know that I'm with you and I understand your anxiety when it comes to those kinds of things because I get that too and that is why sometimes you just hit not you need to hit not interested or avoid social media for a few days when it comes to the holidays and also I was getting really upset about it this morning and then I like ate a big meal and like finally got food in my tummy and I started thinking more straight and I was like oh yeah that's right I don't have to change my whole life like I was just acting a little off. I was, I really needed food in my system. All the time when I'm like really feeling off, it's usually because I'm either tired or I don't have food in me. And then as soon as I have one of those two things, I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I can see how I was being a little bit irrational. Right. Okay. But anyway, I am looking forward to this coming year and I can, you know, and and do have some goals. Um, that I would like to achieve in the coming year for myself some personal some that I already shared with you guys but like like I said when the clock strikes 12 that does not suddenly mean that I have a, like a clean slate and that 2021 Nicole was like dirty like that's not true like please don't feel like that of course like if if thinking of it in a clean slate does make you feel good that's awesome but don't think of like past self as bad I I have a bad tendency of that speaking Badly about past me. I'm trying to work on that. Oh, that'll be one of my goals for this year. <laughs> I can't talk badly about myself anymore, about my past self, because if there was no past self, then there would be no present you and like there would be no fr- future you. And so I'm grateful for past, now it's just getting cheesy, but I'm grateful for past me. So 2021 Nicole wasn't dirty. She wasn't disgusting. She wasn't gross. I love 2021 Nicole. Because without her, I couldn't have 2022 me. Hee <laughs> hee. So anyway, I'm very excited for the new year and to take everything that I learned, especially the last half of the year. Because like I said, first half of the year was just me panicking and on fire. And the last half of the year was like me with a little baby extinguisher. Um, And yeah, I'd love to hear what some of your guys' little resolutions or goals are for the coming year. I'd love to hear them. I'm reading my DMs and stuff. So A drop of my way I hope that you guys have a good and safe new year please stay healthy and safe and I hope that you get to achieve all of your goals that you have for yourself and I hope that this year is also a big year for self-love and finally giving yourself that if you've been neglecting that and also if you have off from school for the next couple days um or from work um fucking enjoy it and just spend it exactly how you want to spend it you know what I mean like don't force yourself to be doing anything you don't want to be doing if you're like forcing yourself tomorrow to be making a vision board and you don't want to and you just want to lay on the couch and watch a movie um put away the vision board it's okay put away the glue stick girly. it's okay nothing's gonna happen to you you don't have to rebrand it's all right although I might make a vision board but I think I might just make it on my iPad we'll see I've never made a vision board I'm like is that weird if I put someone else's like face on my vision board like not like you know what I mean like a Pinterest photo, anyway, it doesn't matter, okay, I love you guys, I hope you guys have the best new year of your entire life, and I love you very much, I hope this year is everything and more for you, and treats you very kindly, I love you, kisses, be good, make good decisions, xoxo, Nikki Nasty.